Okay, guys, I got a really great episode for you to, today. I'll talk. I'm talking to a uh, an awesome author who's a uh, New York Times bestselling author. I just read his latest book. Uh, I have to say he's one of the most funniest people I've seen on Twitter by far, uh, and uh, he's uh, he is like one of the most. I look up to him as a writer, in my opinion, uh, and I think you will see his uh, person, well, hear his personality uh, in this episode. Uh, welcome, Luke Murphy, to the uh, Healthy Living with Crazy Fitness Guys podcast. Well, thanks for having me, Jimmy, and thanks for that introduction. Unfortunately, my wife doesn't uh, think I'm that funny, uh, maybe because I'm using her as the blunt of most of my jokes on Twitter, but uh, thanks for that introduction. I, I'm really happy to be here with you. Uh, I have to say, I was not expecting that ending to your latest book. I'm not going to say any spoilers, but oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I've gotten quite a bit of feedback. Uh, I, I believe you're talking about Rockabye Baby, which is the, the book I published last year, and it's uh, book two in the Charlene Taylor series. It's, uh, y you know, that book uh, I just kind of wrote. I didn't uh, really plan it out. Um, it, it just kind of to went go with the, the flow, and, uh, you know, the ending was interesting. I had, the, I had a couple of different endings, but... Uh, my editors and I agreed on that ending, and I've gotten a lot of positive feedback, which is can nice. You, uh, at least can you share me. Are you are you going to make another book? Uh, yes, I'm definitely going to write more Charlene Taylor novels. Um, the book I'm a, that's coming out this summer actually has uh, a combination of my two uh, protagonists from my two series, Calvin Waters and Charlene Taylor. They're actually going to be in the same book working together so it's going to be interesting it should be out in july and uh i'm actually looking forward Ooh, to, to hearing the feedback from that i actually uh, read a, a book that basically did the same thing uh it was oh it was national it was a uh, james patterson did the same thing with like he created a new kind of novel for uh not, not a novel but another book uh with a younger uh detective working with Alex Cross. Uh, but I really liked the ending. It was, <laughs> I was not expecting that kind of ending. Well, thank you very much. I think as, as an author, you, you kind of want to be able to throw readers off a bit and hope to, to give them a little bit of surprise, a little bit of shock. And that, that comes with the whole uh, emotions with reading a book and, getting inside the characters and following them and cheering for them. And so you hope, hope to invoke some emotions like that from readers for sure. And James Patterson, I love his books too. They're, uh, they're quick and they're yeah, fun and was, they're always entertaining. I, can, I think I read your book in like literally three days, <laughs> maybe four. That's always a good sign for an author. Except for this one book that I'm, I like this one. There are so many ads these days wherever you go. There are ads in movie theaters, on TV, on radio, and on billboards. So why would you want to listen to ads in a podcast? Subscribe to the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast to get these exclusive benefits. Listen ad-free.
Behind the scenes access, access to our free Facebook community, and so much more. Become a premium member for only $5 per month. To learn more about the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast, go to crazyfitnessguy.com slash healthy living podcast or click on the premium podcast link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. One book that I'm reading called, have you ever uh, met, um, uh, his name is Anthony Horowitz. Uh, he writes uh, Alex Ryder books. And uh, I've heard of them, but I've never read any of them. Uh, well, I'm reading his current book right now, and I like it so far. But I, I, I've been—I was meaning to read a lot this weekend, but I've been uh, busy working my butt off, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, unfortunately, life gets in the way when we want to be reading a book, but. There's other uh, priorities to take care of first and definitely uh, work I, is one of I'm them. I'm just curious, how did you become a writer anyway? Uh, well, you know, I've always been a reader and I think that's kind of where it started out. My mother was a librarian and I spent a lot of days in the library after school and uh, I always liked reading mystery novels. The Hardy Boys were my first books. And so I always was an avid reader um never really thought much about writing when I was a kid and then when I got hurt in hockey and I had all this free time uh my wife she was my girlfriend at the time she was in college and she asked if I would help her with an assignment which was to write a short story and uh so we kind of you know got together and created these characters in a setting and a plot and everything and I just enjoyed it so much that I took one of the characters we, cre we created together and, uh, you know, I, I started to write a new story with it. And, you know, next thing I knew, I had a, a complete manuscript, which I didn't do anything with. I wrote, I wrote two manuscripts before I even decided to get serious and write with the intention of being published. Because when I first started out, I knew I wasn't ready. It was... Uh, I was a diamond in the rough, I guess you could call it. It was pretty rough, my work. So, you know, you had it's years of practicing and researching and uh, before you even think about writing with the idea of uh, being published. That sounds interesting because uh, I know that feeling. I didn't, when I started a crazy fitness guy, I didn't really think I was going to, uh, I didn't think I was going to get any readers, but after I think I'm I'm in my third year now, and I've picked up like 700 you know, visitors and readers in a month. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. You don't uh, you know, especially with social media now, and you can you can get readers from all over the world, and you can interact with them, and it's so much fun meeting new people. And like yourself, I mean. It, you just start writing and you never know where it's going to go. It's, it's, it's fun to kind of sit back and, you know, think about, Oh, remember when I started a few years ago and how far I've come. And it's pretty amazing. If you watch the progression, I'm sure if you, you think of your own writing from day one to now, and uh, it's been a pretty incredible uh, oh, yeah. hill you've climbed, I bet. You don't even know how steep that hill is. <laughs> That's a, uh, I think it's probably as much, I was had to say a, a very 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 big mountain, a very steep mountain. Oh, well, I bet. Uh, yeah, and and that's the thing. Everyone's mountain is different, right? It's 
some are steeper than others, some are longer than others, it's some are bumpier than others. It's uh you know, we do what we can with what we have and uh you know what? You have all obviously succeeded, so a lot of credit to you and uh you know, we keep 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 climbing that uh hill until there's no hill left and you just keep keep reaching Thanks. for the stars. Uh what uh I was just wondering what, what inspired uh, the uh, Charlene Taylor's uh, uh, series, anyway. Um, probably the inspiration for Charlene Taylor was when I first started thinking about Charlene. I was reading a lot of uh, James Patterson's uh, women detective series. The uh, the Women's Murder Club books had just come out, and they were really growing. And it, it seemed that uh, female detective protagonists were, you know, really popular at that time. And for me, my whole life, I've just been surrounded with by women. I mean, I had I've had two sisters growing up, and I have three daughters. And you know, going to all the sports, you're you're hanging out with all the moms at these sports. And so, I've been surrounded by women my whole life. So um, it, it kind of made it a little easier to write from a woman's point of view and. Uh, again, I was able to, to, to lean on my wife and close friends and stuff and ask them about situations. Thanks to our sponsor to make this podcast happen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listeners. It's everything you, you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, uh, it only takes about five to 10 minutes to set up. It's simple, easy, and the best part, it's free. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today to just create your own podcast. But definitely the idea to have a female detective as my main protagonist probably stemmed from uh, James Patterson's Women's Murder Club, because I remember I read the very first one that came out uh, with Detective Lindsay Boxer, and uh, I read a few after that. But she, that he, his books definitely inspired me to write from a woman's perspective. And, uh, yeah, it's just oh, taken off from there. Gee, I can't really decide. It. Uh, should I feel sorry for you that you've been surrounding by... <laughs> <laughs> I I feel sorry for myself sometimes. It's it's a uh, a lot of estrogen in my house. I'll tell you, it's uh, the teenage years aren't going to be fun, Jimmy. I might uh, I might have to escape and rent a rent a bachelor pad somewhere. But uh, it, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I mean, the girls keep me on my toes. They're still young, and uh, there's always something going on. But thinking there might be a lot of drama in the teen years for me to look forward to. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, you should you you probably be happy to know that uh, um, years ago when I was going through uh, those teenager years, glad you probably wouldn't have met me because holy crud, I was a I was a big uh, issue for my parents. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure that you know teenage boys and girls are completely opposite ends of the spectrum and. Uh... 
I was a teenage boy once, so I know what what I went through. But uh, it's going to be a whole different animal to to be raising teenage girls. That's for sure. It's uh, you know what I'm going to have to buy a shotgun for the boyfriends when they come Jeez. around. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, just take some karate lessons. Why not? There you go. Maybe you can teach me something. I wouldn't say I'm pretty (laughs) good. Um, Maybe pretty good. I wouldn't want want to to toot my own horn. (laughs) (laughs) Out of all the series that you have written so far, what do you think is your favorite one and why? Oh gosh, Jimmy, that's a tough question. That's like asking me who my favorite kid is. I mean, I I could probably answer you, but my wife wouldn't be very happy if I did. <laughs> it depends on my mood, I guess, and how well behaved the kids are. But you, you know, it's funny. A lot of people question me because I'm, you know, I'm a white male, and my two series are writing from an African American male, and the other ones a a female. So as a white uh, as a white male i don't have any white male protagonists but um you know what it, it's a very tough question because um charlene taylor was my first character i ever created so she's close to my heart but calvin waters was so much fun to create that you know i took a lot of me uh with him even though i'm not 65 240 pound black man it's uh you know a lot of my athletic background my sports background is in him um the way he thinks going through uh you know career ending injuries like i did um so i i can't really answer that for you um jimmy i don't really have a favorite but it's just really fun to to write from both of them uh, I don't. I don't think I have a preference, and it's pretty neat because Calvin seems my male readers seem to really respond to Calvin, and then my female readers really respond to Charlene. So it's kind of like I have the best of both worlds while I'm writing. Well, I have to say, in my opinion, I really, I would have to say, I really like uh, Charlene because, like, she reminds me kind of like me, just. She doesn't take no for an answer. <laughs> oh, she's definitely hard-headed, and there's been a lot of women like that in my life, so <laughs> I was used to that. But, um, yeah, it, it's it, it's fun because my characters are so real. I mean, if, you know, I don't write them where they're perfect, where – you know, they're invincible, they, they know everything, they can do everything. I, I try to write real characters that people can relate to. You know, they have they have their problems, they have their setbacks, they have, um, you know, they have emotional problems. They, they go through some of the same, same things that we go through every day. And, and that's what's fun to, to follow these characters because you really get a feel feel for them because you can relate to them because they're not perfect, right? They're human, they're... They're real human beings that make mistakes and learn from them, and so so that's kind of what's fun for a reader Definitely. too. Uh, what would you say? Uh, like, do you, uh, how, how did you, uh, as a writer, do you think uh, is it hard for you to ever like sit down and write these books that you write? The hardest thing for me, Jimmy, is finding the time. Um, I only write part-time. I'm a full-time high school teacher. 
Uh, I tutor on the side part-time. I ref hockey. And I have three kids who are involved in everything. So I coach sports. You know, I'm traveling all the time, driving them from different different events. Um, so really the hardest part is finding time. Um, so whenever I'm not in front of the computer typing, that's when I'm kind of doing my thinking and my plotting out. So that when I do have, you know, the one or two hours late at night when everyone's gone to bed, I can sit down and look at my notes and just write. I don't have to sit there with writer's block and think, oh, my God, what am I going to write? Um, so as a part-time writer, it's kind of there's good things about it and bad things about it. Um, the bad thing, obviously, I don't get much time to write because of other jobs and priorities. But the good thing is I don't worry about writer's block. I don't set deadlines for myself or goal writing goals for myself. If I get a chance to write, great. If I don't, I don't stress out over it. Uh, as I said, I don't have any deadlines from agents or publishers or, you know, you have to have so many words a day or so many words an hour. That's one of the good things about it. But the bad thing is I'd love to be able to write more. I'd love for this to be my full-time job for me to make enough money where that's my sole income. I don't need another job. But right now, you know, I only have four books published. So it's tough to really, really get some momentum and money coming in until you have, you know, a bunch of more books. I definitely, can, uh, I definitely know how that feels. I would like to have podcasting and uh, my website making money for me and everything as my full-time job uh, heck i can't even work for uber this summer because of the coronavirus so yeah this uh you know this coronavirus has really thrown everything for a loop it's you know and it's all over the world it's nobody knows what to expect nobody knows what to do all we all we can do is follow guidelines given by our government and um, you know, it's, you know, everyone talks about our new normal and, and who knows how long it's going to be here with no vaccine yet. So it's certainly strange times for everybody. Um, yeah. And like you were saying about your podcast, yeah, you know how long it takes and how much work, how much work there is to put into it to, to, to kind of grow these things, right? You're starting from scratch. I started from scratch. It, it takes a long time. It's a grind. And, you know, all we can do is hope a lot of it comes to luck, being in the right place at the right time. And, um, you know, we just do what we can and hope that yeah. things work out. And I, and I have to say, you know, I thought I was a busy person, but after you tell me that you're, you're a full-time teacher and you do all this other <laughs> stuff, now you make me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh don't don't feel bad at all it's uh yeah it's certainly a busy life and some days it just got to kind of slow down and breathe a bit but usually once the kids are in bed and uh you know nine o'clock at night i might get a few hours to sit down and write or the problem is when you're working two or three jobs you're kind of exhausted by that time so some days it's just you know i want to go to bed early or just chill on the couch with my wife and watch tv or something but uh if you really want something you'll find the time for it and I, I truly believe that a lot of nights i just i i want you know to write so badly and i want this to be something that goes on for a long time i want to impress my readers i want to keep entertaining them and keep 
throwing out books for them. So you're going to fight through the tiredness and the exhaustion and all the other stuff going on and find the time to, to do what you truly yeah, are passionate I I about. I have to agree with you on that because uh, I find myself there's some weeks where I absolutely know what I really want to write about in my next blog post, but then there's some days where I don't even know what I want to do. And then, but then I somehow like after I re- read a different article written by somebody else, I might want to say, wow, now I really want to, now I really want to write something like along these kind of lines of what somebody else wrote and written, but then put my own spin on it and twist. Well, yeah, you're, you know, you're fighting through, you're fighting through it and, you know, you're finding ways to get through and finding ways to, to do what you really like to do. And that's, that's great. That's what everyone should, should find time for their passion. I know life is so busy right now and there's all, there's always so much going on, but people really need to follow their passion sometimes, even if it's just part-time like yeah. us. I also, uh, I also have to say, you know, I, I every time I look at all of your tweets on so on uh, Twitter. There are so many ads these days wherever you go. There are ads in movie theaters, on TV, on radio, and on billboards. So why would you want to listen to ads in a podcast? Subscribe to the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast to get these exclusive benefits. Listen ad free. Behind the scenes access access to our free Facebook community, and so much more. Become a premium member for only $5 per month. To learn more about the Crazy Fitness Guy premium podcast, go to crazyfitnessguy.com slash healthy living podcast or click on the premium podcast link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. They make me laugh even even when I'm having like the most like frustrating day and and whatever whatever I'm doing it could just be like from some email from a company but then but whatever like I see when you ever post I just love how all those treats are just like kind of fun and I like the joke that you did uh was it Friday that you did that joke or Saturday Uh, uh, which one? Like the was one that? with the I remember. like uh, the truck and then about uh, my six-year-old. I don't know if it's a six-year-old or was it the one with the? Uh, yeah, maybe it was the six-year-old one. I don't remember. How I was wondering if my six-year-old was traded at birth and I brought home the wrong no, child. No, it was the that one, one who you, uh, picked up the uh, guy oh. on the. Uh, yeah. Oh, the hitchhiker. <laughs> yeah, the hitchhiker. Well, you know what? I, and people are always saying to me, you know, thank you for the laugh or you made me smile. And you know what? Like, I'm a goof on social media and I don't take social media seriously. You know, it should be social media should be about having fun. Yeah, I'm on there to sell books, but you know what? I'm just on there to, to tell jokes and have fun and meet people and make people laugh. And social media, there's too much seriousness going on in social media. You know, there's, there's too much crap that drama and things that go on. And I I don't take social media seriously. I'm there to have fun and I'm there to make people laugh and smile. And I hope some days, I hope I do. Maybe some days I don't, but social media should be fun. And 
you know, oftentimes there's a lot of negative things that surround social media, but I love Twitter. I mean, I've met so many great people on Twitter from all over the world, and I just love interacting with readers and fans and stuff. And like I said, people should just have fun with social media and not take it yeah, so seriously sometimes. People just going back and forth, pointing fingers at each other. Oh. Oh, that's it. People are people air dirty laundry on there, and you know they they kind of hide behind social media because they they know they're not face to face with people, so they'll say whatever they want, or you know even post things anonymously, and you know it, it's just too bad that there's so much negative attention to it because social media can be really fun and really positive at times. Uh, here's another question for you. Um, how would what would you what would what would your advice be if somebody, if uh, somebody was starting out writing? What would you, what would your advice be for them, and how would uh, for them to continue and and uh, yeah, I think that's the question. <laughs> yeah, um, get a part-time job to pay the bills. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, writing, it, it's like anything. It, it's a tough business. It's its a competitive business. There's a lot of writers out there, a lot of people trying to make money from writing books. But you have to stick with it. You're going to get a lot of people saying no along the way. And it, no matter what path you decide is right for you, I mean, you could go self-publishing. You could go the traditional route. You can go print on demand. There's so many different ways to go. Whatever is the right way for you. There's going to be people trying to drag you down, giving you negative comments, whether it's Amazon reviews or agents or publishers or editors. You know, you just got to fight through those. You got to have thick skin. You've got to be patient because it's a very slow moving process from going from writing to editing to publishing to marketing. Um, Grow thick skin. Okay. Don't let people drag you down. Don't take no for an answer. Um, you know what? And just try to write a little bit every day if you can. Even if it's 100, 200 words, try to write a little bit every day. Work on your craft. You know, writing is so important. And a big thing I try to tell most writers is you really should work with an editor. I know it can be expensive, but I, I really advise writers save up money because you'll want to work with an editor. Those guys, those people are professionals. They know what they're doing. They've been through it before. And it really will grow you as a writer. I know I worked with a very strong editor in New York City when I started, when I wrote Dead Man's Hand. And I saved for up for a year. I saved thousands of dollars because I knew I wanted to work. And I was lucky enough to work with this guy. And he has learned me. He has, sorry, he has taught me so much Um that I've taken that on to other books. You know, I, I've only worked the one book with them, but all those lessons he taught me, it's almost like taking a course in a school working with an editor. So the thousands of dollars you would pay on a course, you know, think about I'm going to put that into an editor and you're going to learn the whole, the whole time and all along the way. And you can take those lessons you learn from that editor and work on your next books with them. And, that, and that's exactly what I Just did. Just curiosity, how much does an editor cost? Uh, they're all different, and it depends what kind of editing you want done. Um, you know, there's line editing. Uh, you could edit for content. You could just do, um, you know, like like a spell check type thing, like a proofreader. There's all sorts of different. It depends how in-depth you want to go. 
Um, obviously, content editing would be the the most costly because they're looking at your content and talking about, you know, does this character work or would this character do this here or does this plot make sense? Those types of things. But uh, but you can get any. I mean, all editors go for different prices. So um, I advise, you know, I can send writers to websites to to look and hunt for deals that work for them. Um, but yeah, you, you definitely need to get a quote, uh, maybe get, send them one chapter and see what kind of job they do to know if that's what you're looking for. Um, yeah. So there's, there's just so many editors that, and there's so many different prices. I can't tell you exactly how much you would, you would spend. And then again, it depends how much editing your yeah. manuscript needs, right? Some need a lot, some need very little. So it, Jimmy, I can't give you an exact price. Yeah, it's, no. all, it's all different. Well, maybe we could both agree on maybe they're cheaper than lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> well, knock on wood, I've been fortunate. I've never had to use a lawyer yet. So uh, I, I, I would imagine they're definitely cheaper than lawyers. Uh, well, <laughs> I've used many. I, I used a lawyer before, and, and that, that's not cheap at all. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I've known people who've gone through divorces and it's hundreds of dollars just to send an email, they told me. So it's no, an editor would definitely be less expensive Gee, I wish I, Man, I should have come, became a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm the, I'm the, I'll be the one making the big bucks. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice All for right. sure. Uh, before we wrap up, I was just, uh, just curious, where can people find you? Uh, well, my website is www.authorlukemurphy.com, all one word. Uh, and all of my social media, you look up Author Luke Murphy on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you'll find me there. Um, my books are available on Amazon in uh, ebook form, paperback, and audiobook. Um, yeah, so. Definitely. I encourage people to look me up and uh, I'm always available to if someone wants to touch base with me or you can contact me through my website on my uh, contact form or just send me a tweet or a message on social media. I'm always happy to uh, hear from people with questions or and comments. He also likes to, uh, he also likes to uh, have people uh, joke around with too. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I love the joke. Oh, around. by the way, uh, Luke, <laughs> uh, you, uh, like three years ago when I, uh, when I first joined Twitter, yeah, I, uh, what's kind of funny, I'd never, uh, th uh I thought, uh, when you, when you first followed me, I, I, I didn't know if that was legit or, or uh, or whatnot. I mean, like, you know how it's like there's all those uh, people like to post, um, like fake accounts out oh, there i was like yeah absolutely yeah that's that's another thing with social media there's so many scam artists and you know hackers and all sorts of spammers and yeah really have to be careful with uh, who you follow and who follows you and i know my my oldest daughter now is getting into the whole instagram she just turned 12 and she wants her own instagram page and stuff and you know i made sure she kept it just personal to private sorry private and you know she only accepts people she knows and stuff and you know there's there's so many bad people out there that you really have to be careful and keep yourself safe and protected yeah 
And uh, yeah, yeah, obviously, I didn't mean any offense by any of that. I just it was. No, not not at all. But no, I was sure. like, wow, not I'm following me. I was like, but man, I, I I've been I've been happy to have you as a a follower, and I really I really do enjoy your books a lot. Well, thank you. And I'm sure you're not the per first person to feel that because I really try to seek out people who have common interests with me, whether it's through reading or sports or school. Um, I'm always trying to find people or music. I'm always trying to find people with interests. And, you know, I follow them and uh, sometimes they'll follow me back. Sometimes they'll ignore me. But, uh, yeah, I definitely try to seek out people with common interests in myself that I could you know, start a, a conversation with or, you know, share ideas with and stuff. Oh, well, I really enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope I can have you back on in the future if you'd be interested. Absolutely. I'd be honored. And I thank you very much for asking me, Jimmy. It's It's been a lot of fun talking Same. with you. Uh, I hope you enjoy your rest of your day. <laughs> thank you. You too. And